Romans 5, 6-10 For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person, one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since, therefore, we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more now that we are reconciled shall we be saved by his life. Welcome to the Bridgeway Daily Advent Devotional for December 21st. My name is Nick Mannon, and I participate in the men's ministry at Bridgeway. Love that pursues us. We all want to be loved, to have someone who cares about us, likes us for who we are, desires to be with us. And to have a love that pursues us, follows after us, and never gives up, that shows a deep commitment, desire, and longing because the pursuer is willing to do whatever it takes to prove their love. The Bible can be looked at as a love story, God's continual love and pursuit of mankind. We see it from the very beginning as God creates man in his image and provides for him, spends time with him, and enjoys his company. And even when Adam and Eve make the decision to reject God, his leadership, his ways, his truth, to no longer trust him but instead to trust in their own selves, God still seeks after them. Yes, there were consequences for their actions. They were cast out of the Garden of Eden, and all mankind would face death. But God continued to meet with them and their children, seeking them out, providing for them, and loving them. God's plan has always been to win back the hearts of each man and woman, to have them trust and follow him once again. The Bible provides story after story of mankind seeking God, but then falling back into sin and rejection of God. And through it all, God continues to pursue and love generation after generation. Two examples can be seen with King David and King Manasseh. King David was considered to be a man after God's own heart. David was the youngest son in his family, and he was a lowly shepherd. Yet God had won David's heart at a very young age. David loved God, trusted in him, and put his faith in him. God saw this and raised David to be king over Israel. And not only that, God promised that his lineage would build a temple for God and that David's kingdom would last forever. In 2 Samuel 7, 18-21, after David learns of this, David exclaims, Who am I, O Lord God, and what is my house that you have brought me thus far? And yet, this was a small thing in your eyes, O Lord God. You have spoken also of your servant's house for a great while to come, and this is instruction for mankind, O Lord God. And what more can David say to you? For you know your servant, O Lord God, because of your promise and according to your heart, you have brought about this greatness to make your servant know it. David recognized God's pursuit of him, seeing the finger of God in his life, loving him, guiding him, helping him, and blessing him. Another example is King Manasseh. Manasseh led the Israelites astray to worship other gods and sacrifice their children to these gods. The Bible said the Lord spoke to Manasseh and to his people, but they paid no attention. 
He is described as more evil than the nations the Lord destroyed before the people of Israel. As a result, God sent the armies of Assyria to capture him, and they bound him with hooks and chains and took him to Babylon. But in Manasseh's distress, he sought the favor of God, humbled himself, and prayed. And God was moved by his prayers and heard his plea and restored him. And the Bible says, And Manasseh knew that the Lord was God. God's pursuit of Manasseh showed patience, kindness, forgiveness, and deep love. But the greatest example of God's loving pursuit of mankind is Jesus Christ, whose birth we're celebrating this Advent. God sent his own son purposefully and intentionally to die for our sins and to restore us to himself. He did this while we were still sinners, while we were his enemies, while we still opposed and rejected God. He did it out of love to show us how much we mean to him, that he will do everything, even the death of his own son, to rescue us, forgive us, and provide reconciliation. It's not by us pursuing God, proving to him that we love him, not by our works and efforts trying to win him over. No, God is the one who pursues us. He didn't wait for us to come to him or to ask for forgiveness. God is the pursuer, and he is the one who provides the only way back to him. So as you celebrate Advent, consider the gift of Jesus. Consider how he pursued you to win your heart. If we examine our lives, I believe each of us can see the finger of God upon it, how he has moved and shaped it, providing care and comfort, being merciful when we didn't deserve it, or disciplining us when we needed to be brought to our senses and corrected like Manasseh. Even in the losses and hurts of our lives, God's hand can be seen. All these are acts of love. This is the ever-loving God pursuing us, watching over our lives, deeply caring for us, and doing everything he can to win our hearts, our trust, and drawing us back to him. If you realize you have never given your heart to God, that you haven't decided to trust and return to him, what better time than Christmas to receive the greatest gift ever given? Invite God into your life. Tell him how much you've seen his hand and his pursuing love, the sacrifice of his son Jesus, how you want his forgiveness and to have your relationship reconciled. Invite him into your heart and follow. He is and will be faithful. Romans 5.10 reminds us, For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by his death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life.